0: truckers radio
1: usa presents look
2: up in the sky it's a bird it's a plane
1: where are their pants
3: the derrieres
4: oh yeah
3: the derrieres
5: two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the americana Show. the derrieres are kansas city's dubious backup specialists Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger
3: Iltz, the Derriers. Welcome to The Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger I'm Leo Wiles. And we are the the Derriers. We're
5: doing, you know, we do this over and over again, you know? We do. We drive around, we find music, we put it on the radio show.
3: Kind of so, yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'd think we'd get good at it. (laughs) You'd think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. There's that. There's that. People ask us, they say, It's exactly what is Americana music?
5: And people keep asking us like they think we know something. That's true. Sometimes I just kind of fold my hands and look at the sky and I just bang something
3: up. Well, that, that happens a lot. That happens a lot. That's true. But we do have sort of an idea. Well, it, it started out as an opinion. Right. And it, it's kind of evolved into a definition. A definition. Yeah. And we think that it's music with... Distinctive, distinctive American roots, and
5: having said that, boy, we left our lot, ourselves a lot of slack on that one. Well, yeah,
3: but you know, I mean, there's a lot of great music that uh, is Americana. You That's know? true. I mean, for instance, it could be it could be techno, it could be big band, it could be pop, it could be country, uh, rock and roll, it could be cocktail. Oh, it, it you know, it could be it could be minstrel. Well, it could be
5: Mistral, It could be uh-huh. honky-tonk Ragtime Jug band Creole Dixieland, band uh, Opera Samba Big band <laughs> New wave Folk <laughs> You know what it could really be, though?
3: <laughs> we like it when it's <laughs> We like it when it's Boogaloo, boogaloo yeah. yeah Boogaloo we And just... it is Boogaloo here on the it, Americana Roadshow uh, uh, Absolutely, sometimes, yeah. yes Well, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up every week with a virtual fistful of tunes.
5: And the only rule is that we really just don't discuss it ahead
3: of time. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what you're going
5: to come to the table with and vice versa. That's right. Okay.
3: And um, uh, and we decided some time back that um, uh, we would... uh, Take turns starting the show uh, And it would be and,
5: odd numbers and even numbers Yeah, shows. and so
3: in even, even number shows uh, I start And this is 168 So there it goes So, so there you go So uh, A while back we were at uh, the Rogue Red Happy Hour Which is where we go every time we're back in Kansas City Yes And our pal uh, I was talking to our pal Paul Because we got up and sang a song with him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he commented on his, our show I didn't even know he listened to it and uh, he said, do "You guys ever take recommendations?" And I go, "Heck yeah, heck yeah!" And he recommended a guy by the name of Hearth Martinez. Oh, Kidoki And i I gotta tell you what, uh, I, I I think I'm in love with this guy's Uh-oh. music. Uh oh, uh oh. It is it is so interesting. It is um uh it's it's prose. It doesn't always necessarily rhyme, but it's super cool. Mm-hmm. And the and the changes the structure of it are just. Awesome. Kind of, to me, it's got some kind of Dan Hicks influence in it, Leon Russell influence. Mm-hmm. And he sounds, he's got a very unique voice, so there's kind of a J.J. Kale thing in it. And when I listen to it, I can hear Paul's, its influence in Paul's music. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about the guy. He grew up in East Los Angeles. His father's roots go back to Mexico, and his mother's uh, to Spain, from which the name Hearth originates. hmm now he worked as a guitarist with Latin artists for quite a while, and then he uh, he also toured with uh, Ray Charles. Oh, really? For some time, right? Uh-huh. He was an active uh, session man in the LA studios, and I don't know if he was part of the uh, uh, that group out there, but uh, he uh, he worked with Barney Kessel, James Burton, and he was working all the time, either live or in the studio. But he is a true passion with songwriting, hmm. and so uh, he cataloged. Hundreds of songs that he wrote. And at one point, um, Bob Dylan heard some of them and he became interested. So, um, which was cool. So he, he hooked Hearth up with Robbie Robertson, who was then the leader and chief songwriter with the band. The band, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he was impressed and started working with them. They, they dug through all these songs and for the first album, which is called Hearth from Earth, which is pretty cool, <laughs> uh, they picked 13 tunes. And it was released on Warner Brothers Records in 1975, and uh, you know it was just some of the best musicians in the in the business backed him up on it. So um, he he didn't receive the attention it deserved with the public. But people like Joni Mitchell, James Taylor, Paul Simon, Frank Zappa, all really liked liked the record. He got some great reviews in the LA Times and the Rolling Stones. So uh, enough of this. I had a heck of a time picking one. But uh, from Hearth from Earth, 1975, Hearth Martinez doing That's the Way It's Gotta Go.
6: To control myself To tell the truth I wanna jump on you I wanna sit and talk figure out a way today is better than tomorrow and I wanna could I buy $20 It's getting harder to be friendly The more I know the more I wanna know What's more important in the rodeo and sadder than the monkey on the ladder In the middle of the morning While the alligator's chewing on a rabbit I guess that's just the way it's gotta go Pity on the city, man Myself. I sure get lonely by the afternoon. I'm ready, but I'm not too steady yet. I bet I get a check for twenty-seven hundred thousand million and eleven I'm gonna change my name to Freddy. It's getting harder to believe myself. Get the feeling that I'm someone else Sometimes I get the feeling Sorry for the things I've done to everyone Including what I'd like to do to you If we was lovers It's harder to be natural Pity on the city, man To control myself To tell the truth I wanna jump on you I wanna sit and talk figure out a way today is better than tomorrow And I wanna could I bought twenty dollars Sadder than the monkey on the ladder In the middle of the morning While the alligator's chewing on a rabbit I guess that's just the way it's gotta go If that's just the way it's gotta go
3: That is the way go. I see what you I see. What you mean? Yeah, man, isn't that super cool? That yeah, really is cool, man. Hey, Paul, thank you for that. That's uh and I got to tell you, I may have to play some more of his stuff before. Okay, you know, not well, too long. That's, or, or you may choose to. It, it, it could quite, happen.
5: It could happen.
3: Okay, Leo. I guess it's your turn. This
5: guy named Frederick Alfred Martin. And you know, I, every so often I just have to circle around and go back to big band music.
3: Yeah, you know, it's kind well, of,
5: yes. it kind of it kind of anchors me down a little bit. And and somebody mentioned this guy to me. Uh, he went by Freddie Martin, and um, he uh, he passed. He was born in 1906. He passed away in 83. But uh, he, he was known as uh, a tenor saxophonist, saxophonist okay? Mm-hmm. In fact, he got the, uh, the nickname Mr. Silvertone uh, from a lot of his contemporaries back then. But he was born in Cleveland, Ohio, and he was raised in an orphanage and by, and by various relatives, all right? So uh, he started out playing dream, drums, but he had intended to uh, become a journalist, right? Okay. So, now, here's some irony for you. He had hoped that he would earn enough money from his uh, musical work to enter Ohio State University, to continue his journalism studies, right? But instead, he wound up being an accomplished musician.
3: Well, how about, how about
5: that? <laughs> he was trying to go bona fide, and ended uh-huh. up circling right back to his, you know, wow. So anyway, he uh, he led his own band for a while, but um, he he spent his spare time selling musical instruments, which gave him, what they said an excuse to listen to the Lombardos because he got introduced to Guy Lombardo.
3: Yeah, heck yeah.
5: Well, at one point he was playing the uh, Lombardo was playing Cleveland, right? And uh, Freddie tried to sell him some saxophones. He says, <laughs> uh, no thanks I've kind of got my sound worked out there, you know Wow But they got to be friends And one night when Guy Lombardi could not do a certain date He sec- suggested that Freddie and his band should uh, fill it in And boom, that set him off Wow So anyway, uh, he pioneered what they call the tenor band style That swept the street music industry And it's, it's kind of a, a real sweet sounding style mm-hmm. uh, But he uh, what they call tenor bands all right, And he he wrote like, and, and produced a lot of music, but one of the interesting things I found out about him was that he wrote um, scores for non-vocal takes issued on a special theater use label, and they were songs that were only sold to movie theaters as background music. Interesting. And he made... A big career out of that. So he was doing really great with his, you know, his dance badge and everything, and also producing these little shorts. Find, find a niche and, find niche and stick to yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, cool dude, man. Freddie Martin. This was recorded in uh, 1947, and it's one of his big hits. It's called The Lady from 29 Palms.
1: in 29 parts now there are 29 fellas complaining to their moms about the lady from 29 palms she got 29 cadillacs 29 sables from sacks they came from 29 fellas who never had their arms around the lady from 29 palms she's a yip yip yippy eyed dolly a new kind of gal of the west And yip, yip, yippee By golly Whatever she does, she does the best She got twenty-nine diamond rings Got them without any strings She is a dynamite dreamboat A load of atom bombs The lady from twenty-nine pounds, She left twenty-nine broken hearts in 29 parts now there are 29 fellas with 29 qualms about the lady from 29 Palms. she writes 29 trails to bliss knows 29 ways how to kiss she is a gal that you dream of you'd love to have your arms around, around the lady from 29 Palms. she's a cute 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 coyote a sick little chick in blue jeans with perfume fashioned by Cody. That gal can teach you what heaven means to quote the 29 broken hearts, broken in 29 parts. It would be easier, buddy, to make atomic bombs and take the lady best in the West from
5: 29 parts. End of song yeah. And you reminded me of something when we uh, that, yes. uh, that song, that artist was recommended to us by our friend Jennifer
3: Yes, it was And
5: I totally spaced out where that song came from so Matter
3: of fact, she suggested that song for uh, our, our band, Three Trails West Well, there you go I think it'd be fun It is a cool tune, yeah, yeah. Alright, Roger, back to you uh, Okay, the guy's name is Sykes Smith-Balloo uh, No, it isn't Have you ever heard of him? No How about Buddy Blue? No Charles Roberts? No. Billy Smith? No. Betty Mary Jo? Betty <laughs> <Mary> Jo <Komplatsky>. <laughs> <Bielosky>. <laughs> well, uh, well, he was born in 1902, and um, he was uh, he, he was one of the first cowboy singers. Okay. Uh, I, I stumbled onto this, and I'll get into that in just a second, but I, I want to say a little bit. In the 1930s. That one of the earliest singing cowboys on the movie, screen. Uh, his film debut came in Palm Springs, the movie Palm Springs, 1936. He did a series of musical westerns for Paramount Pictures and one for 20th Century Fox. And he also dubbed singing for John Wayne in The Man from Utah. Oh, really? Yeah. I never really believed that was him singing of that anyway. No course it wasn't But uh, I, I, I subscribe to this face uh, group. Uh, called the Soundies, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and, and some really interesting things stuff. And this came across it. Um, he did a um, uh, it, it. It was a uh, it was not actually the Soundies. It was called the Featurettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay? okay. So yeah, it was kind of a takeoff, and the difference is um, they they didn't uh, supply. A projection system. Mm. They just had the the uh, art that if you had a projection system, you could get it and You could you. save on rental fees, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's uh, as a cost cutting measure. All songs were original, usually written by tunesmiths, smiths uh, Harold Raymond as Roy Newell and Nat Simon and Lewis Hersher. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they weren't recognizable tunes. Okay. okay? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> this one is really goofy, and I'll tell you the the, the Quality isn't really good, and and the guy that posted this, uh, you know, he he had been looking for this for years and finally found a copy. So it goes in and out a little bit, and I've tried to figure a way to download it, it, it so I can put it on our uh, page. Right. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that, but I think I will put it on our Derriere Facebook site. Oh, okay. Because it's just super goofy. I mean, it's just silly as heck. Uh, so it's from the feature at Smith Smith Balu that he went by. Home on the Kitchen Range.
1: I'm just a riding cowboy, rustling cattle all day. With the setting sun, my roping's done, and I'm heading for the hay. There's six. Eggs are frying, bacon sizzling too. Home, home on the kitchen range. There's hot coffee a-brewing, a great big dish of stew. Home, home on the kitchen range. After I've got my fillings, I'll be meeting my little gal, Sue. We'll join the gang for a big shebang, I'll steal a kiss or two. So get along, little pinto, cause I'm longin' for that stew. Home, home on the kitchen rail. That stew Home Home on the kitchen ring
3: goofy. You know, and as goofy as the song is, yeah. the video is right there with it, man, okay. in, in a great way. So I, I'm going to share that uh, on our Dariers Facebook page. All right. Just because I can't figure out how to save it otherwise. That's great. Well, okay. okay.
5: I can't wait to go look at it.
3: All right. All right. And uh, you know what? What? Uh, we're out of time for this segment. We're
5: out of time, but we got this little break. This is when we usually go out and check that Left, or inside, inside, dual, right And it's an even numbered show That's right So you get to so go it's my that. turn, okay. yes and, and
3: you need to go police the area
5: Police the I can change do that Change the cat box That's a, I got we'll it, get it okay. I got it, I'll change,
3: I'll gladly change the okay. cat box Okay Okay, so we'll do that And we'll be back in a few minutes Right here on Truckers Radio, Truckers Radio
7: USA.
5: USA Okay so we're back. We're back. Yep, I, I see you're back. Yeah, I see your front too, which yeah. means you probably survived the whole incident out there with the uh, tire. How had it go? It was fine, Leo. But where was it?
3: It was only one pound down.
5: Oh man, really? Yeah. See, I hate it when things are like unpredictable. One pound. See, well, that's just odd. I know, but I, I mean, it's not a bad thing, no, right? No,
3: it's not. Okay.
5: It's just I can't account for one pound. You know. Well,
3: you. You have a hard time with a lot of things, I, I
5: do <laughs> I do, as a matter of fact, yes Oh, geez
3: Yep, so it, it's okay, okay. All right. uh, Just l- I'm let just, it go I'm,
5: just, I'm okay. done, I'm done okay. Everything went fine with me, I got the trash out And Good. Ardmore is very happy He is, happy. Okay, so, I, I
3: can hear him purring from clear over here there
5: we are. Oh, he's loud when he gets really yeah, happy like that's that right. uh-huh. so Hang on for a second, just listen what?
3: See, that's a yep. happy kitty. That's a happy kitty. That's a happy kitty.
5: All right, Rog, let's see. I think well,
3: we are broadcasting this week yes, from, we are. from Miner's, Miner's Delight, Delight, Wyoming. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's abandoned, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> us. So I guess that's appropriate. There's
5: nothing, man. There's nothing <laughs> here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it seems like such a you know great idea, Miner's Delight. yay. I mean, we are in you know we are, it, we are in Wyoming, right? Which is right. It's got a lot of open spaces anyway. But here's I found a little history on this. It, it's a it's a little town that went through a lot of uh, a several boom and bust periods. You know, uh, it, as a lot of a lot of Western mining towns had the same thing. Well, happened, sure, right. Uh-huh. I mean, they discovered gold in 1868. And, uh, and and at the height of the mines uh, operations, I mean, this is when that town was really on a roll. Seventy-five people lived here. Wow, <laughs> a whole same, booming. Forty of them were miners. Okay, and we don't know who the rest of them were. <laughs> but but uh, but it was a it had people living here up until about 1960, and okay, that's, and that's when the last of them just came up. But now listen, there's some kind of interesting stuff here um there was kind of a famous incident involving miners delight in night march of 1893 and it was widely covered in the press at the time right okay uh, in cheyenne and throughout wyoming and came to be known as the brass lock service mystery and this is a good one. Oh man okay so what happened is um this guy's a uh, postmaster his name was jimmy kime and he had attempted to ship eight registered letters via the Rollins and Northwesterns lines. And and here's what these things were. They were um they they were canvas bags, pouches, and they were locked with brass locks, right? Okay. And they were intended to uh, you know, be secure ways to send, you know, who knows, documents, money, jewelry, whatever. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. Well, when this guy tried to ship some documents, uh, it reached its destination in Rawlings. It's only about 120 miles, but it was somebody had cut it open and taken everything out of it. Oh boy! Well, this kept happening there for a while, and finally they accused the postmaster. uh, And uh, and as it found out later, his wife was involved too. Her name was Stella.
3: Oh, not Stella.
5: Not Stella. (laughs) <laughs> they, they went on trial. They were trying both of them, and finally, in the middle of the trial, Stella confessed to stealing everything due to what she claimed to be her illness of kleptomania. Oh yeah, she said, I just can't help myself. Wow. So, so anyway, she actually uh, was convicted, and she went to jail for a little while. And uh, it followed after she was released it, uh, for good conduct. Um, the prison officials added a special new wing exclusively for women with individual cells in a toilet. So, so something came good something out of it. Something good came out something of it. That's great. Out of it so awesome. anyway, there's not much left here anymore. Now, the the, the place actually got its name. Uh, in 1869, this guy named Bill Jones, William Jones, was chasing some cows, you know, the, trying to round up some stray cattle. And he stumbled across some quartz with gold flecks in it. And he said, oh, this place so Nobody's going to find this. I'm going to go get my cows, and then I'll come back and stake a claim. When he got back, somebody else had found it already. Oh man! (laughs) (laughs) And stake the claim. He said, "No, really, I found it like this. Get out of here. Yeah, you know, finders keepers, not. So that's that's all I've been able to find out about this town. And like I said, there's nobody here. Yeah, Uh, it's they've kind of got a few buildings left, but.
3: Well, we're, we're all alone here. It's, it's happening more often. It, it is, seems. really. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, great, but it's, it's still a good story. Hey,
5: it's where the dart you know takes us. That's, That's right. about it.
3: That's right. Well, people ask us, they say, ears why?
5: Yeah, what, what's going on with you? <laughs> I what, are you mean, what are you thinking?
3: Well, I mean, why are you traveling across the country in that old RV and doing <laughs> See, your radio <laughs> show from these weird places? Once
5: we got started doing it, it just, you know, they just... Happened. Well, know? there's
3: that. And then the fact that uh, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA uh, have these things called ranches, ranches. That's true, yeah. And they get to do the show from the relative comfort of their ranches. They don't have to travel around much. They no. don't. You no. know, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamondar Ranch. Where's that, Roger? Well, Leo, it's in the. Dos Mountains. Mountains. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out mm-hmm. in western Kansas. Uh, Orrin Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriers, never misses yep. a lick. Just heard from him uh, about the last show. Right. He has the Rockin' Banjo Ranch mm-hmm. there in uh, central Kansas. That's right. And, um, you know, we, we're whining about the fact that we didn't have a ranch we felt sorry for ourselves didn't yeah. we and yeah. our pal Suzanne said look at it this way guys you have got the entire continental United States it's a big country border to border yep. ocean to ocean that's right you could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences that's right and uh, we ride that range in our RV called
8: Rally,
3: Oh, yes, Ramblin' Rose. Rosie gets us there. She does, man. Yeah. Even to uh, abandon towns. Towns like this. <laughs> Fortunately, we're kind
5: of vertical. We've got enough beer, you know. Uh huh. And the weather's been okay. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we don't need much. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. It's lucky because we don't have much. But, That's true. Uh, but we're good. We're good. Well, Leo, I do believe it's your turn. You know, I, I, I keep running across this. I decided to finally go ahead and just include it. The guy's name was Peter Halston Thorkelson. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. You're making stuff up. I am. This is this guy's real name. Now he was better known uh, by his his stage name or his acting name, which was Peter Torque. Oh wow! Okay, from the Monkees, right? Yeah. And uh, he was known, like I say, uh, he was an American musician and actor, and he's best known as the bass guitarist and keyboardist for the Monkees. Sure. Now, the thing about Roger is that. A, he was the oldest of the guys, which I didn't realize. I didn't realize. He acted like a child. Yeah, yeah he did. And he acted, he was always the quiet, goofy one, right? Right, it looked yeah. like oh, Not too smart, whatever. Now, you're uh, the loud, goofy one, yeah, for the record. But, but anyway. Hey, come on. Everybody's got his role to play. <laughs> but the, 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 here's what the deal is. Uh, by the age of nine, he sh- showed an aptitude for music, and he learned, uh, we're talking nine years old, he taught himself to play several different instruments, including the banjo, the upright bass, and guitar. Wow. At a very young age. Yeah. And he grew up in Connecticut, and by the 1960s, he was part of the Greenwich Village folk scene. Oh, man. So, all over it, man. And this gets kind of interesting, because that's where he met Stephen Stills. Oh, no kidding. And they got to be buddies, and they stayed buddies all through their careers and everything. So what happened was, now this is this is interesting, when the, uh, the whole thing with the monkeys program came up, right, they were auditioning different actors and everything, and Stephen Stills auditioned for that part. Okay. And they're going, no, you're not believable. I mean, in that role, you know, uh, they said his his hair and teeth were not photogenic. <laughs> so, so they asked Stephen Stills, if he knew of someone with a similar open Nordic look, is what they're looking at. He goes, yeah, my buddy Peter, he could probably do it. And they, boom, they hired him. Wow. That's how he got the thing. Now listen, he was an accomplished musician and he recorded songs on his own. And even after the monkeys split up, uh, he was uh, he was in one of his the bands he was in. I love the title of the band. I haven't looked him up yet. The band was called Shoe Suede Blues. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Anyway, I'll look. That sounds up. great. But he did. He recorded one of the uh, one of the um, songs I featured earlier on his own album. So I'm going to feature his version of. Take a Giant Step. We had the Taj Mahal version. Yeah, bottom. right. So let's listen to Peter Tork play it. Though
0: you've played at love and lost and sorrows turned your heart to frost, I will melt your heart again. Remember the feeling as a child when you woke up and morning, and smiled. It's time you felt like you did then. Come with me, I'll take you where the taste of life is green And every day holds wonders to be seen Come with me, leave yesterday behind And take a giant step outside your mind You stare at me in disbelief You say for you there's no relief But I swear I'll prove you wrong Don't sit here in your lonely room Just staring back in silent gloom That's not where you belong There's just no percentage in Remembering the past It's time you learn to live again at last Come with me, leave yesterday behind And take a giant step outside your mind Come with me, I'm gonna take you where the taste of life is green And every day holds wonders to be seen Come with me me, leave yesterday behind, and take a giant step outside your mind, come with me, leave yesterday behind, and take a giant step outside your mind, outside your, well, outside your mind.
5: Kind of a different take on a I classic like song,
3: yeah. Yeah, that's he, a great he a, rendition. He had a good career, man. He was a cool dude. Yeah. All right, Roger, back to you. Okay, so uh, our last episode, you featured a tune by our pal, Jason.
5: Yes, I did. Farley. <laughs> yes, I did. A
3: song about a town.
5: We're going to get hate mail, I'm telling you.
3: Ah, uh, well, it could happen. <laughs> uh, you know, those the five people in that town, might one of them might listen. They might, yes. That's uh, true. But uh, I've been waiting. I knew you were going to feature that song, and uh-huh. I held back. Uh, Because I have a follow-up tune. Uh Uh-oh. It's another song about a town. Okay. Okay. And now, for years, uh, our pals, Roxanne and Dwayne, have come to Winfield uh, to the festival.
5: There's a pair to draw to right Oh, boy, yeah.
3: And they've they've been doing this song for a long time. Well, this year they did it, and I paid attention, and I asked where it came from. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. It was written by a guy named Jalen Crossland. Okay? Yeah. Now, um... (laughs) This is pretty interesting. Uh, he became interested in music as a child after hearing his uncle play the banjo. Remember, my son asked Santa for a banjo. When oh, he was about
5: I was definitely right there. It was a little. We were in this little Santa shack south of Great Bend, Kansas. <laughs> yeah. He, he was what eight? Oh, he was younger than seven, that. Seven, whatever. Yeah. He says, and he, and he says, "Who would you like?" And he goes. Uh, Banjo. <laughs> and you and I turned around and walked to the back wall and started beating her head on it.
3: <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> we'll listen to this. As uh, Jalen Cross, and back to him. In 1997, he placed second in the Winfield National Guitar Fingerpicking Competition. Oh, really? Competition. Mm. I thought I'd maybe heard that name before. In 1999, he, uh, he won the first place title at the Wyoming Flat Pick Championship and um he uh, uh, he was awarded Wyoming Public Radio's People's Choice Award for Best Wyoming Release in 2017 2013 he was bestowed with the Governor's Artist uh, award by um, Matt Mead for his contribution to the arts of Wyoming he's the only the second musician to have received that award. wow so uh pretty cool um and that the song <laughs> I got to tell you, the whole album is really great, but it's a song about, uh, it's called Bosler, which is Bosler, Wyoming, right? Okay, okay. And uh, uh, one, of the, one of the great lines is uh, We could pitch horseshoes and stray cats on Sunday <laughs> Jeez <laughs> The guy's got a mind And Roxanne and Duane, thank you for bringing this song to our attention So uh, Jason, if you're listening, this is a follow-up to your tune From his album Moonshiner from 2004 Jalen Crossland doing Bosler well, I write you this letter from my downtown apartment.
4: Pray you receive it before I'm gone. It says I'm going out west just as soon as I'm able. And I was kinda hoping you might come along. Well, there's something that's calling me when I'm sleeping, or locked in the bathroom at work in stone. Tells me I'm lonesome and hard as I'm trying This emerald city don't feel like my home I dream of a trailer in Bosler, Wyoming With tires on the roof, dear, and you by my side We could watch Flintstones and draw employment Yes, I dream of Bosler when I close my eyes I picture you in your Harlequin novel Getting baked like pot pie in the afternoon sun Well, I fix the fan belt that goes to the engine Of the 69 Pinto, don't ever run And dirty-faced children, come ten, come twenty Fruit of our loins and the twos, we ain't tied they play in the street and they don't ask for money Cause in Bosnia, Wyoming, there ain't much to buy and I dream of a trailer in Bosler, Wyoming With tires on the roof and you by my side and We can pitch horseshoes as stray cats on Sunday Yes, I dream of Bosler when I close my eyes We lay on our hideaway mattress, that lives in the couch. And I dream of a trailer in Bosler, Wyoming, with tires on the roof, dear, and you by my side. And we can have hot wings and bourbon for breakfast. I dream of Bosler when I close my eyes. I write you this letter from my lime green apartment. Pray you receive it before I am gone. It says, I'm going out west just as soon as I'm able. And I was kind of hoping you might come along.
5: I think you're right. That's a perfect (laughs) companion song to Farland's. Yeah, it really is.
3: That's such a great tune, Roxanne and Duane. You do it so well. And thank you for uh, introducing us to it. Absolutely. uh, uh, Leo, I think we are about out of time for this segment. I,
5: I, yeah, I know, but all this talk about uh, you know, you know, these towns can be really thirsty.
3: Well, you know, normally this is where we would do our apologetic beer run and yeah. we'll apologize to our neighbors. <laughs> it's one of those times, Roger. <laughs> we could apologize to each other for, yeah, for coming here.
5: Sorry about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Either way, yeah, we probably ought to have one. Yeah, are you, yeah. Do you have any uh, particular variety that you'd I, like to? I do? think check have? this out. Okay, what oh, do you think? Okay.
1: Lost in the desert, tortured by thirst, when suddenly on the horizon appears... Got a glass? A glass? Oh, come on, I thought you was dying of thirst. I am. But you Budweiser people go to so much extra trouble and expense to get that famous Budweiser foam. And only a glass lets you enjoy the full benefit of exclusive beechwood aging. Look at that. Where'd you get the glass? Ah, that's just a mirage. See? What'll I do now? Oh, go ahead. Sometimes it just isn't convenient to have a glass. Yeah. After all, it is Budweiser. That bud, that's beer.
3: I would say look out, but there's nobody there There's nobody here
5: Yeah You know, I yeah. mean, we could back up a mile or two I don't think we'd hit anything <laughs> Probably
3: could, yeah But not so much Yeah, probably wouldn't be a good idea No Regardless
5: no, Yeah, regardless yeah. of where we are We
3: got stuck out here, that'd be a problem Oh, that would be yeah. a problem yeah. yeah, absolutely Yeah Okay Well, this is the part of the show where we just get right down Oh, no, we just and beg Beg Yeah uh, People, you know, to go check out our website I mean, at this point, you know, what's the point? I mean, come on Let's yeah, do it. I mean, why mess around why being mess polite? Why mess around? No, we're yeah. not polite anymore. Yeah. You know, we spend a lot of time on on our websites. We post a lot of Bunch, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and uh, you know, we you know, we think people ought to give us give us a little shake, you know. Yeah. Right. Take, take a minute. Yeah. Well, the website for this show is the, the derrières. Derrières. Com.
5: and we insist that to remind you now, uh-huh. the special beer this This is a PSA. Work. As a PSA, don't forget the Yeah, it's Uh, a tiny
3: word, but it's the most important part.
5: Oh, a tiny word with a great. Big ramifications. Yeah, if you forget
3: if you, it, you'll never forget you'll it. You'll never forget it again. Will never forgets it often. Oh, I forget it more often than I should. <laughs> and of course, the website for the band is. Well, that's
5: 3trailswest.com with the number three there on the front. Right. And that's where you keep up with the dates that we're booking and everything. And we've mm-hmm. got merch. Merch. Everybody yeah. calls it merch. 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 It's like CDs, you know, mm-hmm. we got stickers and we got
3: t shirts and y- stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, and, and uh, just if anybody's listening on hef- headphones, that merch, merch, Merge, merch, 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 merch probably bounce back and forth in their head. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you go to uh, either of our websites, uh, you're going to find a lot of content, content. That's true. And if you check it out, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented
5: but boy, there's a bunch. Yeah. You could become confused, confused. In which what, Roger? They should just. Contact Contact us, and we'll get
3: you straightened out. Yeah, there's contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. That's correct. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is
5: Leo, also no D, Mm -hmm. at thedariers.com.
3: Yeah, you know, and the other thing, Leo, is if you go to thederrieres.com, click on the Americana Roadshow tab. I've done that, yeah. Yeah, and and from there, you can listen to uh, uh, any of our past episodes or, or download them and listen to them at... Your leisure, at your leisure, yeah. preferably while wearing your leisure suit. And there's a virtual plethora of material to listen to there. Oh so well, take there, your time. At this point, there's 167 Seven, episodes. Six. Yep, yep. Yeah. We're just trucking so, right through it. Uh, and you know, where else, what else you can do, Leo? I give up, Roger. You can what? find our past episodes on. Spotify. Spotify I know how much it, you love Spotify It makes me happy to say yeah. Spotify but I'll just say it again
5: Spotify Yeah, it's See? on,
3: but it's on other platforms too Yeah, that does not make me smile like Spotify I know, it's out. also on Stitcher It's boring uh, And it's on TuneIn And Spotify And Amazon Music uh, Maybe it's on there, but I don't know it's yeah. Spotify is And, and it's crazy. on iHeartRadio as well Well, iHeart, you too, Roger Yeah But I listen to Spotify Well, I'm glad for you Okay You know, as our good buddy Mike Carr says Go Nowheres Without the Derrieres. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Um, a nice sixth chord, by the way. It is, yeah. It did sound good. It does good. Uh, well, Leo, I think it's your turn. You know, we have
5: we have talked about this guy before. Uh, Stanley Davis Jones. Stan Jones. Okay. Okay. The guy that uh, wrote Ghostwriters. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and just to kind of refresh that a little bit, he was born in uh, 1914. He, he passed away in 1963. But uh, he grew up in Douglas, Arizona, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things he's most famous for is writing the song called "Ghost Riders in the Sky." Yes. All right. Now he,
3: he which heard, I think is the number one uh, cowboy song, is that not? I believe it is too. I think we covered that a while back.
5: Uh, we did, Roger. It's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Like um, he wrote, uh, he eventually wrote more than a hundred songs and recorded. Those are the ones that were actually recorded, right? And the most famous, of course, Ghost Riders in the Sky, which was written in 1948 or 49. Nobody's exactly sure when it was written. Uh, And um, he had a a couple of others, too. But he was working for the National Park Service in Death Valley, California, when he was discovered by some Hollywood scouts. And ended up doing a lot of work for motion pictures with John Ford and people like that. Now, three of his songs. um, One of them, Ghost Riders in the Sky. The theme from uh, The Searchers. And a song called "Cowpoke" were chosen by members of the Western Writers of America as being among the top one hundred Western songs of all time. Okay, so we had three of them in there, right?
3: That's pretty darn good.
5: Well, I ran across one of those, and I started listening to it. It was recorded in nineteen forty-eight. The one called "Cowpoke," right? Okay. And I, and when I started listening to it, I go, "Wait a minute!" And I went back and checked on it. Sure enough, it's the Sons of the Pioneers backing them up. Oh, sweet! And, and it's a it is a really cool uh, version of it, right? And there's a, a, a beautiful yodel in there. Well, that's Lloyd Perryman. Oh yeah, who was you with know the with sons. the Sons of the Pioneers. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful recording. Uh, song is called "Cowpoke" from
7: 1948. <laughs>
8: But I'm broke, and the good Lord knows the reason I'm just a cowpoke
1: He's just a cowpoke
8: From Cheyenne to Douglas, all the ranges I know Cause I drift with the wind No one cares where I go No one cares where he A diamond. These old worn-out jeans. So I'll stop eating steak and go back to beans. You go back to beans. I'll pick up a ten-spot in Prescott. I know. If there ain't a big drought, and as soon as it frosts, well, yeah. I'll be headed back south. I don't have no worries. I ain't got the time. I'm too busy living this free life of mine. Ooh. Some evening in springtime, I'll fill I'll find, and I might spend all the summer. With her on his mind But I'll never be branded And never be broke oh, I'm a carefree range ride oh, oh. Drifting Kyle Pope He's a drifting Kyle Polk.
5: We don't get to uh, feature too many waltzes
3: here on yeah. the show, but that's, that's a real nice. pretty one
5: right there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Raj. Good, good pick, Leo. Okay, it's back to you. Okay, well, I'm uh, I, I'm almost done with this particular song. I featured a Hungarian dance number five on uh, <laughs> yeah. show 165, Joe Fingers Car, uh-huh. and then I followed it on the next show, 166, with a spontaneous combustions version. The, that's
5: correct, right? yeah. Uh-huh.
3: So I'm going to follow it uh, with one more, and then I think I'm going to be done with it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. It's a version by Alan Sherman. <laughs> oh
5: no! <laughs> oh no! Oh
3: man! Well, he was born in 1924, uh, and uh, what a it, twisted sense of humor this guy had! Man, I tell you, yeah. Well, he he was uh, actually uh, big with um, game shows and stuff like that on TV, yeah, okay. right. And um, he had a, a, an idea for a show called "I've Got a Secret." And uh, and then he took that uh, into CBS, and then rather than paying him for the concept, they made him the show's producer. Oh, oh. Okay? Oh, so hmm. and they said that he was really warm and kind-hearted to people, except when they tried to stifle his creativity. Is that a fact? And uh, what happened was, um, it, it, he liked to, uh, had a fondness for large-scale stunts that teetered on the brink of disaster, and he wouldn't tell anybody about it, right? So uh, he once released 100 Rabbits on stage as an Easter surprise for the Madison Square Boys Club, whose members were seated in the studio, and they were invited to come up on stage and collect their prize. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
5: That's like the... Frozen turkeys out of a helicopter. Right.
3: Well, you know, so I made a good story, but it wasn't particularly good TV, you know. <laughs> but anyway, he lived next door to Harpo Marx uh, oh, in the Brentwood man. section of West Los Angeles, and Harpo would invite him to come over and sing his song parodies at parties by attended attended by his showbiz friends. Sure. And uh, after one party, George Burns phoned an executive at Warner Brothers and persuaded him to sign Sherman to a contract. And the result was an LP of these parod- parodies, My Son, the Folk Stinger, which was released in 1962. Okay, I remember that. It, it <laughs> sold over one million copies and was awarded a gold disc. You know. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, the next year he re- released a song called My Son, the Nut. I don't remember that one okay. too That was okay. 1963 yeah. And I'm going to throw this out to our pal Marvin uh, Grunbaum he, uh, he suggested this uh, It's Alan Sherman's version of Hungarian goulash Number 5
7: hey!
2: If you like Hungarian food They have a goulash Which is very good Or, if you wish, a dish That's Chinese Somewhere down in B, There's lobster Cantonese Enchiladas That's what people eat in Mexico Shish kebab is skewered In Armenia, you know Then there's Blubber The favorite Of the frigid Eskimo such delicious dishes no matter where you go chicken cacciatore is italian kangaroo soufflé must be australian mutton chops are definitely british chicken soup undoubtedly is yiddish pompernik comes from lithuania ha fair Comes from Pennsylvania. Wiener schnitzel's Austrian or German. Kindly pass the sour brat and herman. Borscht is what they're eating in the Soviet. Wait, I think we've got some on the stove yet. <laughs> See the Mao, Mouse underneath the jungle sky. Jolly Mao. Mouse Eating missionary pie <laughs> Frenchmen eat a lot of bouillabaisse. Bays there Dutchmen eat a sauce called Hollandaise there Smorgasbord in Sweden is the winner In America it's TV dinner <laughs> So There you have One food from each land Each one delicious Each one simply grand Mix them all up In one big mishmash And what have you got? Hungarian goulash Hey!
5: Yeah, I remember that. All right. Well, there you go. Hello, mother. Hello, (laughs) father. All right, Leo. What Uh, do you got to
3: follow that up with? Okay, I
5: want to dip back into our childhood. I was still in high school at the time. You were just a few years behind me there. Mm -hmm. And um, there the whole big Star Trek thing. And Leonard Nimoy came out with an album. Oh, God, did he ever. I had it. I had the LP. Uh, I know you did. Uh-huh. It came out in 1967. Uh-huh. And there's one song on there that we used to play all the time, and I, we should put it on here now. This is kind of a flashback. Leonard Moy singing You Are Not Alone.
0: At the sky, watching stars like diamonds shining there on high. That somehow, in that great unknown, you may find you are not alone. Around that little world of yours, spinning off in space. There are many other worlds, so there can be a place That somehow, has life of its own You may find, you are not alone
8: What will you do,
2: when you meet them? Will you greet them, or turn them away? Will you show them how to run a world? Will you teach them war? Will you teach them hate?
1: No one really knows What the future holds in store Time is getting near You're learning more and more And someday In
0: that great unknown Find a
1: peace. you are not alone. You are not alone.
3: Now, how's that for a flashback? Well, I guess you know we can't uh, we can't feature William Shatner because he's Canadian. He's Canadian, and he's got some goofy stuff out there. But we got Leonard Des Moines. and we're about out of time. We are totally out of time. Okay, whose so, turn to what? Uh, it's my turn to throw the dart. Okay, okay. Uh, so you, uh, you get the map. Give me a minute. Okay, get
5: Give it. Me a minute. Okay. Oh, we're running out of time. Yeah, oh, we are. Okay, okay, okay. okay there it is. I got it. Uh, okay, I'll get the dart. Get it quick. Uh, Spooner, there. I uh, got it. I'm ready. I'm in the circle. Oh, man, that happened fast. Okay, hey, turn, turn around three times. Ready? One,
3: two, three.
5: Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, wow. Oh, wha- we went
3: east and down Way uh, east. West oh, Virginia. Oh, okay. man. Give that, that piece of paper with the weird town names.
5: Okay, there you
3: go. All right, yep. Oh, you know where we're going? No. <laughs> Booger Hole, West <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Booger Hole. Well, why wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Can't oh, be worse no. than this place. Oh no. Alright, that's where we're going. Well, let's pack up. Okay, well, uh we'll Bouguereau. do that. Booger oh, Hole, here we come. All right. Well, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, USA. Radio USA.
5: remember to look out behind you, it's the, the Darrier.